Hello, hello, I'm Julia, and this is the Dream Your Life podcast. This podcast is your guide to intentionally creating the life of your dreams. We talk purpose and passion and love and work and money and family and attaining abundance across all of these things. I'm here because I know from my own experiences that with the right mindset, all of us can live our dream life. So join me and start dreaming your life today. Hello, hello everyone and thank you for all your support over the last week. I um I guess since I officially came out of the spiritual closet and shared this podcast with everyone in my life or many people in my life. I guess people that follow me on Instagram, my personal account. Um, I'm so happy to hear that so many of you are finding value and inspiration in these episodes and in the stories of the women I've interviewed. That is my reason for being here and doing this. And on the topic of stories, I got to sit down with Maria Concha last week and hear her story. She's incredible. She grew up in Queens, New York on welfare, which of course created a complete scarcity mindset from childhood. She had to navigate her early years alone, pretty much alone, juggling multiple jobs and living in fear. But her innate optimism And I think it was this knowing inside of her that there was something more. Well, it was that that drew her to the teachings and the world of manifestation and the law of attraction. And now she teaches it. And she has a thriving career as a manifestation and business and mindset coach and motivational speaker. And she works to help women address fear and limiting beliefs in order to start attracting the life that they really want. I hope you guys get as much out of this conversation as I did. Okay, well, hello, hello, Miss Maria, the manifesting ninja. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. Thank you, Julia. Thank you. Super excited to be here. Me too. Okay, Maria. Uh, You are a mindset and manifestation coach, as well as a motivational speaker. Like I just shared uh, just a couple of minutes ago, I just took your masterclass and I've been all up in your social media. Love your voice. Um, And also a little earlier, as I was on your website, I had a chance to read through some of your client testimonials. And wow, I mean, it's clear that you've clearly already changed the lives of so many. So I want to dive into that and into your business. Um, But before we do, I want to hear your story. So let's start there. Can you share with me where you came from and the path that brought you to where you are today? Yes, of course. So I grew up in Queens, New York, and I am a the baby of three. (laughs) And uh, I grew up with a single mom. We really didn't have much growing up because it was a 
sort of, uh, not sort of, but it was pretty dysfunctional. Uh, my dad, you know, went to jail at a young age and my mom was left to just fend for herself and us and so struggle city, as I like to call it, yeah. uh, was my norm. It really was my norm. We were on welfare. And, um, so I grew up uh, with a lack scarcity mindset. And so mm-hmm. what I have now and what I live now is completely different from what I was raised in. And so I, my career that I, the career that I had chosen as a child was acting. It mm-hmm. was something that I thought, I honestly thought Julia, that I was going to be this like big Hollywood actress. And I thought I would get my message out like that. And yeah, the universe just had way different plans for me. And so when um, I was pursuing acting at a very young age and I went to high school, I was, uh, you know, I really wanted to act. And at the time you really, you needed your parent to go with you to audition. So I, that wasn't happening. So I, I, w- I graduated from, I graduated from high school and I went to college and during college I was working a lot. I, I was like the girl who had so many jobs and yeah. I was like falling asleep on the trains and the buses. I was so exhausted, just working a lot and at a very young age. And I was, I believe I was out of my house at 16 going on 17 because it just was really, uh, it was unhealthy to to be there, had experienced abuse. And Mm -hmm. I decided that I was going to just you know, walk away from that. I mean, <laughs> do you imagine I was a teenager? Like, I'm going to walk yeah. away from that. Yeah. But, um, but I did, and it was the healthiest thing I could have ever done. And I was in wow. therapy and, um, I, I leveraged any and every resource that I could, like, I was like, I have insurance, so I'm going to use it for therapy. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, yeah. And uh, it really, it really, really changed my life. It helped me, supported me in so many ways. You know, at a young age, I was feeling very, a lot of pain and lost and lonely. And so I, like I said, I had all these different jobs and then I started to audition and I was just auditioning so much, doing films, writing, producing, wow. uh, you know, it was, yeah, it was a really exciting time. And I sorry, was this commercials. is when? This is this so is I was post-college? About, yeah, this is post-college. Okay. I'm like in, I think I was about, I was 20 at the, t- wait, yeah, I was about 20. I, I, I believe I graduated early. So it's like 20 years old and I was like in New York city and you know, oh, wow. concrete, yeah. concrete jungle and auditioning. And it was exciting, but it was exhausting. I can imagine. Yeah. It was just really, it was such an exhausting time for me and taking the trains at all hours. It was so dangerous. And I looked like I was 12 when I was 20. <laughs> yeah. So it was, yeah, it was crazy. And, um, And then I think when I was in, I think I was about 23 years old and I said, you know what? I cannot keep doing this. This is so exhausting. And it was also really scary to not have the stability financially and, and also having so many different jobs at all like hours of the night was scary. And I remember just waking up sometimes as uh, there were times where I would wake up out of nowhere and I was like, where am I supposed to be? Like which job? Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was just. I don't wish that upon anyone, you know? Um, and so I remember I was like 23 years old and I said, I am going to find a job that is going to allow me to work three days a week, 
it'll give me insurance and it'll pay, it'll pay me at least like 23 bucks an hour or something like that. Yeah. And that was almost 10 years ago and stuff like that did not exist. Uh, Uh It just didn't exist. And sure enough, it was the first time I manifested something intentionally because guess what happened? I literally manifested a job that was three days a week. And so that opened the door. Everything I asked for was exactly what I got. And it was the first time that I had realized, I thought at the time, what, what are the odds? What a coincidence. Yeah. And you know, when that happens and you don't have the vocabulary for like uh law of attraction right. or, you know, so you had never, it. you had never heard of like you, you hadn't read the secret or, or, no. you know, the way that uh-uh. normal, most people find out about it. Oh, so it, this was just like, I'm going to write this down. This is it mm-hmm. or, or think about it. This is what I want. And then it yeah. just appeared and you're like, yeah. what? Yeah. And I was one of those, those uh, people that pe- uh, people would always say, you're so lucky. Everything you ask for, you get. Uh-huh. And I always thought I was so lucky. And I felt really good about that. I'm like, I'm so wow. lucky. I'm so lucky. And of course, if you think that, right, if you mm-hmm. think you're so lucky and everyone else thinks you're so lucky and you believe you're so lucky, then you're going to get really lucky. Right. If that's what you're believing. Right. But I didn't realize. I didn't realize I was attracting these quote unquote lucky situations. um, Well, and Maria, I mean, I, to, to say that you're so lucky when you went through such hardship, I don't Mm -hmm. think a lot of people would have said they're lucky. I think a lot of people Mm -hmm. say I am so unlucky. Mm -hmm. Look at the, look at my childhood. Look what I had to go through. Look at the fact Mm -hmm. that I have had to have, you know, 10 different jobs just to support myself. The fact that you were able to say that and um, at this time in your life, like what, do you think that's just something that's inside of you? Like, is it just you, you have a positive mindset or did, is there some part of you that knew deep down that by saying it and believing it, it was coming back to you? I feel that I have an innate optimism in me. I've mm-hmm. always felt that I was just born with this. Yeah. And it's a story I told myself and it was one that served me very well. And yeah. at the time, at the time I couldn't have, uh, you know, elaborated this way, right. expressed it this way, uh, you know, but I don't think I knew that if I claimed it and I surrendered, you know, that I would manifest it. I, absolutely not. At the time, I just, I wasn't exposed to this stuff. I was so busy yeah. doing other things and my focus was acting and the world, the world of acting and the hustle of acting Yeah, and, and then working my job, like trying to make ends meet. So it wasn't until I, like I said, I manifested this job and uh, that was the job that changed everything for me because I was exposed to women that were living this life of back then I didn't know the term financial freedom or location freedom. Mm. And I, I never even knew that that was possible for someone like myself. Um, you know, I always thought, honestly, I always thought like you, you had to be born into that. And, um, yeah. you know, and so I started to pick the brains of so many women and they would let me, we had, yeah. you know, I worked at, um, it was a celebrity dermatology place. And so a lot of successful women would go a lot of people that I was like, Oh my gosh, I would, cause I was acting at the time yeah. and I couldn't believe I was meeting the people that I like looked up to that I yeah. aspired. 
And um, I actually became very good friends with one of the doctors there, Fran. And she and I, she, she knew, she knew, she saw the potential and she supported and helped me in ways that showed me kindness, like no one I have ever met in this, you know, in this lifetime. And she helped me um, a lot. And what she would do is I would tell her like my dreams and what I wanted to do. And she, and she would call me in the room. So I was a front desk. I was one of the front desk uh, girls and she would call me anytime there was someone that I wanted to like talk to. Right. Like, let's say if it was like, um, I'm just going to say a random name, but like a Sarah Blakely, right? Like a Spanx. Yeah. um, Yeah. yeah. Because I knew who was coming in and I would say, oh my gosh, Fran, I want to talk to so-and-so. And so she would call me at the front desk and she would say, Hey, uh, we need you back here. Now I'm a receptionist. Like, why would they need yeah. me in the room? Yeah. You know, yeah. but, but she was, she was a doctor and, wow. and whatever, you know, and I would go in the back and of course I would be all like dress, you know, the part and she yeah. would introduce yeah. me and she, and she would talk me up and we had like our whole like song and dance that we would do. And I would yeah. just pick everyone's brain and have like, you know, if they're like, yeah, email me, you don't, you know, they, they were looking to help. And so they recommended all these different books and that's how really all of this came about. Wow. I love that. So many questions. First, are you still in touch with Fran? Oh my gosh. Yes. As a matter of fact, just to give you an idea of the kind of relationship we have, I just spoke to her. uh, I just recently spoke to her and I asked her, do you have, I'm looking for a hip, hypnosis um therapist yeah. and she said she said I'm looking for the same I'm actually I have a good lead I'll let you know oh, we, we're really yeah we remained friends to this day I'm really grateful for her she was a human that needed to be in my life for sure wow, that's so wonderful I have I have questions but I also have a comment which is I I think so many people are afraid to ask for advice and afraid to, you know, pick someone's brain. But I have been so amazed, especially doing this podcast in how receptive and open people are. Well, and women especially to talk and share and mentor and help. And I think like if everyone just would ask for it, I think they'd be so surprised at how much we can get from just, you know, people who want to help each other and help, especially in situations like the one that you were in. I'm sure these, these women that you were talking to felt honored and fulfilled by being able to share books and wisdom and impart knowledge with you, especially since you were so eager and earnest and wanting it. Yes. Agree. Yeah. Um, so my, my question, I guess, is, is next in the path. So you've, um, you're learning about manifestation, you're, 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 um, you know, speaking to all these really interesting women in, in, um, these places of financial and location freedom. What's next? How, how did you get to where you are now as the, as a manifestation and, uh, coach and speaker and all of that? So I, from, from the moment I started to learn, like, I always say, you can't unlearn this stuff. And when you apply it and it works, Mm -hmm. 
it, you know, it, it's, it's like, what route am I going to take the easy one that like really the fun, easy, exciting, abundant one, or the one that you're struggling and yeah. it's, you know, like, which one are you going to take? So yeah. I start, so I, I continued to research and I continued to learn about this work. And I started this one I hired, um, well, before I hired anyone to, to, you know, learn further, what I did is I said, I know I want to, I was acting and I was struggling. I was, I was making very little money acting on, mm-hmm. as well as working, you know, the front desk. And, um, and I said, you know, I really want to own my own business. I was, I always knew I would own my own business. I just didn't know what it was. And, mm-hmm. um, and so I said, okay, well, you don't know what it is yet. I had all these different ideas and I thought it would be tight. I'm like, I want to help actors. And, 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 and I just wasn't sure what I was going to do. So yeah. I ended up starting my first business, which was a wellness brand you know, um, talking about like mindset and stuff. And I mm-hmm. wasn't sure what I was going to do with it, but I figured I'm like, I'll do workshops and I'll do talks and I'll give a ton of free, you know, content and, and, you know, I'll just grow the brand and we'll see where like a lifestyle brand. So that's right. where I started. I started there and I built that while I was working there. And I built that with my, a really dear friend of mine and she was working on wall street and she was extremely busy. So it didn't really, it didn't really go anywhere because it, you know, we were, we were both not really, I think putting in as much as, or I don't know, maybe the vision or the mission wasn't very clear and we were enjoying it, but it wasn't generating. Yeah. And, um, although I did do my first paid gig with that company, which was 400 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) That was, that, that was exciting at a college. Um, that was really exciting. We both did that, but, but from there, what I did is I ended up I don't know if you've ever heard of B school with Marie Forleo. Yes, I have. (laughs) Yeah. So I took B school before it was like, you know, all the rage before she was all the rage. And, um, I've never even mentioned this, but I couldn't even afford to finish B school. I was, I'm a B school dropout. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't afford to finish it. Uh, but I started and you know what? It was enough. It was just enough of what I needed. And that inspired the journey for me. And that, um, and then, so what ended up happening is I kept learning more about manifestation and I really wanted to teach it like my way. I, I, I saw different ways of it being done. And Mm -hmm. I just, I was like, you know what? I'm like, I'm not a monk. You know, I don't live on a mountain. Yeah. I'm from New York. Like, I'm, yeah. you know, like, let's, like, let's just, just give me the goods and like simplify it for me. Right. And I, I didn't find, I didn't find a lot of that at the time. There wasn't like now it's, oh my God, there's so many different manifesting pages back then. No, it wasn't, yeah. there wasn't a lot, Uh, you know. Sorry, when was this? Um. So this was about five years ago. Okay. Yeah, you're right. There really wasn't. It wasn't no. like, and it wasn't on social media the way it no. is now. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Yeah. I remember two years ago when I got my name, the name on 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 IG Manifesting Ninja. There, I looked to see what other manifesting names. I was just like, who else is out there? Yeah. I kid you not. I think I could count on maybe two hands the amount of manif- the amount of like manifesting names or manifestation. It was very very little. Yeah. There wasn't there wasn't a lot at all. And then now I'm like, wow, there's a, you know, it's definitely risen from, from then. Right. And so, yeah. And so basically I, I went on to build, build a company, a brand that I felt resonated with my mission. I, and then I decided I'm going to help 
women, because when I first started, I'm like, I'll help everyone. And then I changed and I said, no, I really want to help women. Like men have enough tools, support, and you know, on their <laughs> side. And so that's what I did. I just started on Manifesting Ninja. I actually started before and I left it on my on my Instagram handle, on my page. I started as the name Future Mamapreneur. Oh. And and um and then I I just said that no, that doesn't feel right. Like, you know, it just didn't feel right. And so I changed to Manifesting Ninja, but I left it there because I knew I knew what it would grow to be. Yeah. And I wanted people to know that it's okay. Like you can start with something and then you can, you can shift and pivot to something else. And that's right. okay. Right. Just start. Yeah. So you start, how do you start? And this is a question I've asked, um, other people who have joined my podcast that are, you know, business coaches and manifestation coaches, but, um, you know, how do you start? How do you get those first clients? Are they, Obviously, you know, this, we're talking about manifestation. We both know the way manifestation works, which is you need to put out the energy that you want to get back. So are you, are you immediately getting people to come to you? Like how does, how, what were, what were those first few months? Like when you decided this is what I'm going to do and you get the IG handle and you, and you create the brand. Like, what does that look like? Well, I just want to say before I got to IG, I was unofficially coaching people. Okay. (laughs) Remember that job that I had as a front desk? Well, I worked my way to a different position and I had, I was barring someone's office in the back and unofficially people would call me from the front. Hey, Marie, I need a second. They they were like scheduling time with me. Oh, wow. I (laughs) love that. Yeah. And so it was really interesting how, how it happened. And I was, and I was loving it. Are you kidding me? And they would come and I would say, take a seat. And it wasn't that it was my office. I was just in it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you got that. You were, you were manifesting right there, like playing the part. Yes. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And then it wasn't until I actually, what I ended up doing is I started to uh, coach people that I knew. So uh, for example, I had a friend of mine who was going through a very, very rough uh, breakup. It was really, really tough. And it was, he was a guy, he's a guy. And um, I helped him through that. I coached him through that breakup and that, and that was, it was a really rough time. Fast forward to now, they are newlyweds. Oh, look at that. um, Very happy, very happy. And anyhow, so I was coaching people before I got to IG um, before I was manifesting ninja, before I had an LLC or anything, I didn't yeah. have an LLC till later on. I didn't, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to do it. I don't need yeah. a certification. You just I don't have to start. Just, yep. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, so I want to hear now about your business. So you, you said you, you focus on helping women, but what are the types of things that you do? Do you still do one-on-one? I know you have your uh, masterclass and your academy. Can you tell, take us through sort of like the, the various ways that you work with your clients? Yes. So I, well, first I just, sorry, I just want to kind of circle back to just to close that out. Yeah. When I started on IG, for anyone who's looking to start, and and let's say you oh you know you get your handle and you're like oh my gosh how do I get clients now? Mm-hmm. Before 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 asking that question, oh my gosh how do I get clients? I think the better question what helped me is how can I serve? How can yeah. I serve? 
And I, the mission that I set out to do was serve as many people as I could for free. I said, I created my Instagram and my website so that if anyone, if you don't even, you don't ever have to pay me a single dime Mm -hmm. to change and transform your life. I, and I did that because I was really, really broke at one time in my life and, Mm -hmm. um, people paid it. People, people helped me and I wanted to pay it forward. So I started by really sharing so much information. Um, I didn't care if it was for free. I didn't, I just wanted to serve. I just wanted to help. And that right there was what got people to resonate with the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and they thought they were, you know, messaging me. I have never paid a dollar for any kind of marketing or anything like that. And, um, it got people to ask me, when's your course, where can I buy your stuff? Because if your yeah. free stuff is this good, I need to work with you. And that's right. how it started to happen. Right. Just and, yeah, no. And I think that that's such an important part. I think for anyone starting any business is the, and this is, obviously all tied to manifestation, but if your focus is just on growing a business or acquiring clients, like you're not going to attract the people that you actually Mm -hmm. ultimately want to serve. But if your focus is on helping people and serving people to your point, then everything else will fall in line after that. Yes. And you'll attract your ideal clients because they're Mm -hmm. good people because you know and for me it was really important to start that way to start from a place of inspiration not desperation oh I love that I'm gonna write down that quote (laughs) (laughs) um okay well thank you for circling back on that so Um, so now to how, like just how you work with clients and I think outside of just the, the, your different offerings, I think what would be really interesting is just some of the techniques that you share and Mm -hmm. sort of like the fundamentals of manifestation that you teach to, let's say someone who is, is new or maybe not a believer more, you know, quote unquote, pragmatic, scientific. Mm-hmm. not for the woo woo. How do you position like your teachings? My way of, of working is merging both practical and spiritual, mm-hmm. because I think that both of them together really move the needle when it comes to being a deliberate conscious manifester, because we do live in a world where we have to take action. And that's the reality. And there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with taking action. Um, however, the, I think the, the issue and the challenge here is not knowing what action to take. So I always say take aligned action. And so, so what I do, my approach is that I work with women to uncover any limiting subconscious beliefs that are blocking them from receiving or even claiming what they truly desire. A lot of the times there's very little clarity. And um, with women, especially, you know, the question of, well, what do you want? Oh, well, I just want enough to pay my bills, you know, to make sure my kids are okay. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Nobody just wants enough Julia, like that's not, we're taught, right? Like, yeah, no, but like, 
enough is not getting, it's not doing, uh, it's not doing you a favor. It's not doing your kids yeah. a favor and you're not doing your family a favor. And I think, and the reason I love to empower women with this work is because I know that when good people make good money, they do great things in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and, and so I, my money is my jam. Business is my jam. Those are the two things that I'm, I'm really good at and I thrive and it doesn't matter whether the economy is up or down. It's just the way I've like hardwired my software, my brain. And so I, this is what I teach. I teach how to master your mindset, how to, to understand those limiting beliefs that live beyond the surface, the ones that are deep rooted and we like go under the hood and we reprogram your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot. So it's, as you can see, there's a, there's a lot of science behind this. Yeah. And, and for the spiritual part, it's non-denominational stuff, right? You could have, you could, uh, you know, be of any religion and do this work. It does not interfere with it. It doesn't go against anything. I think a lot of the times people have this misconception that it is of a certain religion or, you know, following some, you know, some kind of spiritual laws or something, but it's, it's really what you make of it. And it's about leaning on external guidance that you already have, right? Whatever you believe in. Yeah. 100%. Maria, I want to ask you this because um, I think that even when you get this stuff and even for, so not the novice, someone who has studied manifestation and understands that, you know, stories that they've been told or these limiting beliefs that have been ingrained in their minds since the childhood, they know that they're there and they know what manifestation is. There still are blocks. And my my question to you is, do you have any limiting beliefs that you're still working through, even though you are clearly an expert at all this stuff and you teach it? Julia, I have none. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, of of course I do. And I actually just wrote an IG post about the fact that there's a quote. I'm like, I have a picture in Aruba because I was just there. And the quote behind me says, you are exactly where you need to be. And I wrote the post about, you know, what I do when I don't believe that quote, you are exactly where you need to be. Yeah. Right. What do you do? It's not that I don't, it's not that I don't have limiting beliefs. It's not that I don't think these things. I just don't let myself stay there long enough for it to manifest. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, And so I catch myself, you know, I'm super vigilant and I'm, I'm super vigilant of when a thought is not serving me. And I don't always go into coaching mode because that's, that's annoying, right. To like coach myself all the time, especially if you're, you know, like that's just, now it could look a little crazy if someone's watching, (laughs) you know, but what I do do is I will I will entertain the path I will that 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 gets me out of that funk. So even mm-hmm. if it means even if it means that I completely change what I'm doing, right? Because if I'm feeling in a funk, that means I'm thinking something that doesn't align with the goals that I want, with the person I'm trying to be, with the life that I desire. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't align. And if it doesn't yeah. align, I cannot continue to entertain that because I know if I continue to entertain that, that is going to do no good for anyone. That is a seed that I am planting for something right. that's going to sprout. Right. And so 
before I, so, so I stopped myself. I, I'm not, uh, I'm not, I don't continue to go down the route. I honor if it's something that's very, that's, um, very like emotional, emotion driven and potentially something that's like happened that I don't have any control. That's different. I honor something like that, right? Like if there's like a death or if there's, yeah, you know, yeah, that like I honor that we honor our feelings. But if it's like day to day and I'm feeling like, what am I doing with my business? Like, what am I doing with my life here? Right. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, like I'm just mm-hmm. going to give up or whatever the case is. Right. I will, I will completely stop myself like dead in my tracks. And depending on where I am at the moment, emotionally, I will reroute my thoughts and I will try to affirm something else. I'm like, okay, let me just affirm this. No, this is not true. These are just thoughts and stories. I'm telling myself, I'm not going to subscribe or I will complete, which honestly, the one that I do most is the one, the one that I'm going to share, which is I will do a couple of different things. Maybe I will put on some music and I'll start like moving, like movement. And, and like music that makes me feel good, uh, that yeah. like makes me feel and gets me out of my head and into my body. Yeah. Um, I will start or I'll, I'll listen to music. Uh, I might, maybe I'll listen to a book or start reading a book or I'll call a friend. I will always do something that gets me out of that, that negative. Like, yeah. That funk or that vibration, even if it has nothing to do with it. Or sometimes, honestly, if I'm keeping it real, I'm like, you know what? Let me just like go get right. Let me do my hair. Let me like just get dressed. <laughs> yeah. Let me just yeah. like look decent over here. Let me feel good about myself. I don't right. care if, it, if it's- I um, actually, I'm a big believer in that. Like sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like, I just, I need to, I feel, I need a shower and mm-hmm. do my hair and I'm going to come back to my computer and then do these emails because I'm in a yes. right now. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And that's, that's really what I do. I listen to my body, if I, you know, and, and especially, you know, I'm sure nowadays we're all like in front of our computers mm-hmm. in our heads yeah. on our phones, like, you know, yeah. and that, that is not good for me. It's not good for anyone, but for me, it's just, I don't thrive in that kind of environment. So it's been, it's been a little challenging, you know, but I have been a lot, I've just been making a big effort to try to get out of that kind of um, state when I do get sucked into like, oh, all this work, right? Because if we tell ourselves, no, but we have to get it all done. We have, no, no, that's, you don't have to do all, like you don't have to be glued to your phone. No. And, and you will be more productive if you are in the right headspace and you'll be able to get it done so much more quickly and efficiently. I think like to your point though, about coaching yourself and I I agree, you probably don't want to do it all the time, but I, sometimes I'm like, I need to practice what I preach and I need to like, yesterday is a great example. Maria, I had not shared this podcast with my closest friends or on my personal Instagram until yesterday, but yet I had strangers from all over the world that were listening and loving it, but there was, and I knew that this was the case. There was something, some subconscious part of me was fearful of what, you know, people would think and, you know, like what my coworkers would think and, and what that would mean. And, and would they think I'm this like spiritual weirdo or would they not (laughs) find it even like interesting? And, And then I, I, last night, um, I kind of coached myself and I talked to myself and I said, Julia, this is, this is exactly what, what manifestation is. If you believe this, which I do, which I believe in sharing this knowledge with 
the world because I think if people understood the power of our minds, they could change their life for the better ultimately. And I was telling myself, look, if you believe this and you put it out there, that's you being your authentic self. And, and if they don't want to hear it, that's fine. But I did. And Maria, like the outpouring of support that I've gotten since I've gotten emails from, I mean, at all points of last night through this morning of people saying like, thank you. I need this. I'm so curious about manifestation, but I've never like even looked into it. I, you know, um, will you come talk? Will you, you know, interview this person? I'm so interested in this. And, And it's just like, of course, that would be the reaction of why, why was I so in my head? And um, so, I mean, going back to, you know, what I was asking you is like, we have these stories that we tell ourselves and we convince ourselves, but then if we take a step back and really kind of talk to ourselves from like a higher self, we realize like, it's, that's exactly what they are. They're stories. And if we yeah. are, if we follow our intuition and do what, what we want to do, um, the result is, is always going to be a positive one, I think. Yes, yes, absolutely. And it just, it's, it will serve us when we listen to our intuition and then it helps others. And that feels really darn good. Right. And like, why wouldn't we want to feel good? And I notice a lot, like, it's so crazy because in, in, so in my program, my Academy, I have, we talk about, we talk about your point of attraction being you like allowing yourself to feel good Mm -hmm. and, and, and we self-sabotage by, by creating these stories that, that are not true. And, and then we, by doing that, we block the feel good experiences like, like you, like you just, you know, you didn't tell anyone and you Mm -hmm. were sabotaging yourself by creating these stories. You could have had so an outpour of love and support, you know, before like yesterday and today. Yeah. Right. And like, so if you're not aware of, of like of the fact that you're doing not just you, I mean, like us collectively, yeah. if we're not aware of, of when we're doing this then how, how will we know what, you know, what we are blocking and um, mm-hmm. what we are not allowing ourselves to receive. Yes. So with, with my work and my program, there's so much, uh, half of it is literally about awareness and like going, going deep diving into like the subconscious beliefs that are blocking you. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't get into, we don't start the law of attraction work to like the middle of the program, the middle of the academy. And in the yeah. beginning, so it's, it's, this always happens. It's my favorite reaction. So we, when we get to law of attraction, everyone says, oh my gosh, I see exactly why you did it the way you did it. Like why yeah. Yeah. mapped it out that way? Because, yeah. because if you don't, you, if you don't understand how you are operating and what the, and what is, and what it's causing mm-hmm. you to have, you to attract or not, or lack of, then how are you going to know how to do it moving forward? If you have no idea how you're operating at the moment. Right. Right. That, that is definitely the foundational step to this whole mm-hmm. thing. I want to talk a little bit more about fear. Um, cause I think that's really what we're talking about is, is like fear of rejection, fear of failure, fear of the unknown. What would you say are your client's biggest fears? And, um, and, and you're going through this during that first part of the academy. 
Um, but what are some initial tools outside of addressing that fear that your clients can use? So to, so some tools, you're saying you're asking what tools, right? I, yeah, I, yeah. Or like yeah. Or for, the first part of the question is what are those biggest fears? Do you think if you, if you, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they, they run the gamut, but um, what are some yeah. of like the main themes? Well, there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, and the anxiety comes from the fact that they don't feel um, like, uh, like, st- like financially okay. They feel Mm. like they are just working so much and the money like just like comes and goes and Mm -hmm. they're and they have a fear of the future and of what that may look like Mm -hmm. if they continue like this because they work so hard for, you know, in a job that is not their business, you know, and, and they, and they realize that one day, um, you know, things might shift they're afraid, especially now with COVID. Um, yeah. with, you know, with yeah. this pandemic and all of that. Um, but there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of overwhelm, especially I have a lot of moms. So there's a lot of moms that are juggling work, kids, homeschooling, uh, yeah. you know, cooking, cleaning, husband, all like everything, you know, sports. And so there's a lot of overwhelm and there's a lot of burnout happening. And what's been happening during, I guess, this past year is, um, a lot of women have woken up to the the fact, like, I don't even know if I want to be doing this, you know, in my life, Mm -hmm. like their, their job. Um, they realize like they don't even like their job. They realize they have a choice here to say that they don't like their job and they could potentially do something else. And so there's a lot of fear of future of finances is a very, very big one. It's a huge one. Um, and so the tools that, that, uh, that we go through are, before, well, I think, I think one of them, the, the, I think the one that's like the instant one, the instant tool that just gets them to be to this really relaxed uh, state of clarity and um, ease is meditation. Mm. And, and there's a lot of newbies that have never meditated that come to me and mm-hmm. I offer a lot of guided meditation oh, stuff nice. and it really resonates with them. It's, 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 it's a, one of, yeah, it's one of my most impactful tools, uh, oh. meditation. Nice. Yeah. And do you meditate? I, I, we, we do like my husband and I, um, will do like a headspace at night, yes. like I just okay. like a, to go to sleep, but uh-huh. I, I have to say, I do not meditate during the day and I don't use meditation in, for manifestation or anything like that, but Um, that's not to say I'm not open to it. It's just more of a time thing. Yeah. And, um, but it's something that I do want to incorporate. It's, it's just, it has never been like on the top of my list. Yeah, no, I hear that. Um, it, I started meditating about six years ago and I learned, I went to like learn about it and you know, all that. And it, it has it has changed so much, so much within me and my mind and, and just, uh, just to, just to kind of sit still for a little bit, even if it's five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, the time is, yeah. is a really bad excuse. Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's, it was always my excuse, to be honest. I would always say, yeah. I don't have time. Uh, yeah. But then, but like when I, you know, when I learned about the benefits and how, and you know, and how, um, 
when you meditate, for example, if you have a headache, and, and my partner was not a big believer in any of this. And mm-hmm. he would suffer from like headaches and like be like lethargic or whatever. And I would say meditate and I would give him like guided meditations. And he became an instant believer because he couldn't believe. Wow. He didn't understand how his headache went away or how he felt more energized. And, yeah. and, and he didn't, he didn't come. Well, it's, a, I, I won't lie. It took him a couple of times. And I said, it cannot be a coincidence after like the fifth time that you've had a headache and it goes away. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So for me, it's more about the releasing the anxiety. Uh, even if it's just sitting there with myself and I'm feeling anxious, that's okay. Like I, it's like a time to like give myself a hug and to mm. be okay. And to just honor myself and pick myself for that moment. I love that. So you offer guided meditation to your clients. Are you doing this in a live like group setting or do you have these pre-recorded or are you doing these one-on-one? So they're so they're pre-recorded. If you do one-on-one, I don't do a lot of one-on-ones. That's that is uh, my one-on-ones are I'm pretty, uh, those are pretty limited, the one-on-ones, mm-hmm. but when I, but when you do one-on-ones with me, uh, I tend to, if I'm feeling like you, you crave it or it's something I think you would benefit. I, I like, I, I, I'm the type of like coach that I'm like, hold on, give me a second. Let just, and I, like out of nowhere, we'll, I'll just start like doing a guided meditation and, um, okay. yeah. Cool. So yeah. And then I'll do like workshops. Uh, not, not so many nowadays with, with uh, COVID in person. I really like mm-hmm. in-person stuff. Yeah. So do I, <laughs> so do so many of us, we miss it. Um, okay. So Maria, I, we, I, we're going to wrap up pretty soon. Um, but I would love to hear what your favorite part of being a coach and, you know, all the things that you're doing now, like what is, what, you know, gets you excited to wake up in the morning? What gets me excited is knowing, and I won't lie, hearing it also, getting the messages from women whose lives are completely changing, who feel so much peace and love, like self-love. Yeah. Just, just that, like, oh my gosh, I could just, I I could die happy. I kid you not. I could just, I I don't care if I ever make a dime out of this. It's, it's, um, just knowing that I'm helping, you know, I started and I started doing this and I said, even if I help one person, my job here is done, like I'm good, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. and I've gone, I've gone on to help hundreds of women and it's been, it's just been so fulfilling and uh, rewarding on so many levels. Wow. I love that. Um, okay. So we also, I forgot to mention this. You just got back from Aruba yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. Was that, was that vacation? Was that, what, what, what did you go there for? So that, yes, that was a vacation. I, I, um, yes, it was a vacation that I did and I went with my, partner and our best friends and we had the time of our lives (laughs) I love it and isn't it just so sweet since we've been all locked down for so long like it makes it that much I'm sure I haven't done anything like that yet um I hope to very soon but I'm sure it made it just that much sweeter oh yes no it was I, I I feel like I've just been 
vacation deprived. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And like more than that, like people connection deprived. Yes. Yes. It was, it it was just, it was so beautiful. And we actually extended the trip, which (laughs) we were all there and we said, we should just stay longer. Mm -hmm. And it was so cool to be. Did you do that? Yeah. We, we stayed longer. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. We, We stayed longer and it was just amazing to be able to do that. And it was really beautiful because I, to be in a position to be able to do that. And like my, so our best friends are my cousin and her husband and, um, and my cousin is my CFO. So, so it was just really, it was so beautiful to be able to do that. I was, you know, that was, this was like, that's a dream. That was always a dream to be, you know, to be able to, and I actually did take some work calls. Um, and it, but it felt so cool. It was just so, it felt so nice to just be there, do some quick work, nothing crazy in your bathing suit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Oh, amazing. Um, well, Maria, what is your, what's next? Like, what is the next dream for you that you want to manifest? What, what does that look like? Well, funny, you should ask because when I got on the call with you, you asked me, you're like, Oh, how are you doing? I said, I'm so relaxed. Yeah, you did. You're like, "Uh, you look like you had just meditated or or something. (laughs) So the reason that I feel I'm I'm feeling so juicy is because I I spent my day scoping out some gorgeous uh, homes in Costa Rica. <gasps> yeah, Ooh. yeah. So, <laughs> are you moving? I I think what we're gonna do is I think we're gonna have like we're gonna have like keep a home here in in New York and then you know have something in Costa Rica I think what I think if I could predict is eventually we're probably just gonna fully be there at some point um but yeah it might be like a half and half type of deal half a year here half a year there that's so funny you say that I I interviewed do you know Chris and Jenna pursuit of bliss Um, no, no. Okay. I'm sure so she's, yeah. She's a, she's also a manifestation coach that I interviewed on this podcast, but, um, she is doing 50, 50 time in Costa Rica and the, um, the States. And it sounds like that's like the thing to do, but I somehow missed the memo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? I might just hit her up and ask her how it's going for her. I, my, my partner and I went there about 10 years ago. And let me tell you, it was not pretty because we were so broke, uh, to, to get there, we had to take out a loan in the bank. From the oh, bank. really? Oh my God. <laughs> and when we, and when we went, we went there, we, you know, it was a beautiful and it completely, it just changed us and uh, it brought us closer together. Oh. We connected. He said to me, he said, he's like, I don't want to leave. We we need to live here. And at the time I was acting and I said, are you kidding me? No way. Like I can, I have my career. Yeah. um, But yeah, it's never left our hearts. And uh, so I'm really excited about that. And I, I also have to say, I have something else that's, um, I actually am not talking about this publicly because it's an invite only, very exclusive um, experience. But I guess I'll I'll share it with you, Julie, because oh, I feel cool. like I feel like why not? I'm just feeling like yeah, juicy. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> so I I am I'm hosting a women and all and a women's retreat mastermind 
and it's going to be in Turks and Caicos. And my co-host and dear friend, Raquel Quinet, she's in the real estate industry. She's a uh, incredible, um, has incredible career uh, in the industry, 20 plus years, a lot of success. And um, so we're like, obviously like I have this joke, like she's the do, I'm the woo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. And uh, we came together to host this, this retreat mastermind. And I have to tell you, oh my gosh, it is just incredible what we have put together. Uh, we're, we're about half. Yeah. We're actually officially halfway full, only 10 spots. And the wow. venue is stunning. The, is we it have at a, a hotel? Chef. No, uh-uh, oh. come on. No way. Oh, yeah. We have, we have a gorgeous villa, like beachfront oh. and like a semi-private island looking. Oh, oh my just, gosh. Wow. Yeah. It's, um, it's called the wildly wealthy mastermind and wow. it's, it's like wildly wealthy, emotionally, spiritually, financially, altogether, everything <gasps> encompassing that. Yeah. And we're can, can really I excited. This? Can I, is this okay to, to yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I feel like by the time it, by the time you get this out, it'll probably be fully booked because we're not, ta- we're not, we're not making it public. Like we're not, it, you, if you try oh. to find it, you probably can't. It's in but if someone, only- if someone was like, that is what I need. Can they just reach out to you? This will be published 100%. next week. Okay. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. So if they feel like this is, then what we're doing is we are, we are vetting everyone. We're talking to everyone. We're getting on like a call. It's really, we're being really intentional about and strategic about the women that we have, uh, because it's all about connection and, and like yeah. relationships. And, you know, we, we believe like, we believe in relationships, like a sisterhood beyond this social media surface stuff. That's not what we're about. You know, we yeah. are like, and, and it came, it really was inspired because her and I have that relation. We actually met at a mastermind a year ago and, um, dirt when COVID first hit and we just remained friends and we've been, we've been, um, each other's, you know, cheerleaders and talking each other off the ledge and um, really being real with one another. And if yeah. I needed resources, she's like, Hey, look, I got a VA for you. I got this. We've vet, we've taken time and spent money on, uh, you know, on all these uh, resources and tools. And we have no problem sharing it with one another. We support each other. And so these that. are the kind of humans that we have on board so far. And that's the, the you know, the uh, environment that we foster. And these are women from all different types of careers, from real estate to CFOs, to celebrity makeup artists, to interior Mm. designers, to, um, you know, online marketing. So we have all different, you know, different um, industries, but all with the purpose of like the mission of connecting. And, you know, um, it's a mixture though. It's a a mixture and it's really diverse. And it's something that I had craved. Oh my God, it sounds, it sounds Amazing. <laughs> wow. Very cool. When is that going to happen? So that's happening. We leave to Turks July. So we arrived, Raquel and I arrived July 10th, but the retreat is July 11th to the 15th of this okay. year. Oh my God. That sounds amazing. Um, Maria, thank you so, so much for your time today. I absolutely loved our conversation. I think everyone else will get so much value out of it too. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Thank you so much, Julia. I appreciate your time. Yes. Well, I will hope to keep in touch and um, I wish you the best of luck in 
I hope all of your dreams come true. And I hope that you manifest a beautiful house in Costa Rica and you have that financial and location freedom that you dreamed about. Thank you so much. (laughs) Okay, we'll talk soon. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. I loved that conversation and I hope that you all did as well. I want to hear from you. I want your feedback. Um, I want to know if you know of other interesting women who have used or are using manifestation to create their dream life. Maybe it's you. So please DM me on Instagram, Dream Your Life Podcast is the handle, or you can email me at dreamyourlifepodcast at gmail.com. And if you wouldn't mind, I would also love it if you would rate this podcast and leave me a review if you feel up to it. I would really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your time. And again, thank you for your support and have a wonderful rest of your week.